Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio. It is December 7th, and I'm joined today by Karen from Boston Red Cloaks, Laura from Boston Red Cloaks, Linda from Indivisible Action, Martha from Boston Red Cloaks. And this is like her extra, extra, extra innings. I don't think any sports game could last as long as we have had to. Um, we are now looking at the next steps of what's become of the Row Act. When we last talked about our extra innings theme, we had had the House pass uh, their version of a budget amendment, Budget Amendment 759, that would bring forward parts of the Row Act, but not all of it. We were disappointed in some of their language. Um, and then the Senate passed their version, which was their budget amendment 801. We were much happier with their language and they passed it by a wider margin. And then those two different versions had to get reconciled in something called the special committee, the conference committee. So what happened there in the conference committee? The conference committee ha had the responsibility of reconciling uh, differences between the house bills and the Senate bills. Uh, it consists of six people, and there were four Democrats, two from the two House Democrats, two uh, Senator Democrats. The House Democrats are Aaron Mikkelwitz from Third Suffolk. The other House is Denise Garlick from Thirteenth Norfolk. The Senators were Michael Rodriguez from First Bristol and Cindy Friedman, 4th Middlesex. There were two Republicans, one for the House, Todd Smola, 1st Hampton, Patrick O'Connor, Plymouth, Norfolk. He's being spoken of as a possible candidate for governor if Baker doesn't go for strike three. So we need to watch this guy. Yes, so they reconciled the two and they went with the Senate version, which had many more of the aspects that we uh, were striving for. The House was okay, if the Senate version, that's the version that went uh, into the budget that has gone now to Baker. So when it, when it came out of the uh, conference committee, it went to the, the debate, right? Yes. And, um, and it's... It, the it passed like overwhelmingly um, <laughs> with the house votes 147 to 10 and the senate 40 to 0 and then uh so i just want to ask linda well what's mm. next it went to governor baker on thursday and he has 10 days to either sign or veto or he can also rewrite any part of the budget and then send it back to the house so he really has three options and he has to do the he has to do it all at once so he can't just send back you know one thing and say oh i i veto this and then tomorrow do something else he has to do it all at once so my understanding is that um our our amendment numbers amendment 40 which includes provisions of the the row act and if he his he vetoes the amend, our amendment, then two thirds of both chambers are needed to override the veto. And I think in the House we have we sort of have that, but we have I think we could, could one vote um, would make a difference. 
in that. In the Senate, it passed 33 to 7, so in the Senate we do have a veto-proof minority. And my understanding is that most legislators don't change their vote once they voted one way. But, you know, that's, you know, uncertain. You know, a legislator could change their vote. Um, the other option is he can rewrite an amendment. He could say, well, I don't like the part about parental consent. So I think, you know, I'm going to rewrite my own version and it's going to remain that uh, you have to be eight. If you're 18 um, or under, you need parental consent. So if he does that, it goes back again to both chambers and it's a, just a simple majority to override that. It sounds like since we have a simple majority that it would be unlikely that he would do that and the veto is more likely, but that's just my opinion. Um, but it would seem like, you know, why, why would he rewrite the amendment if it's gonna pass anyway? It would be get rejected anyways. What do you all think about that? Kind of speculation on my part. Well, it's interesting because he's been so silent about the Roe Act for two years. You know, his last public statements, he's had two now. Last year, back in April, he said the laws work fine in Massachusetts for families. And, you know, clearly that's not true. The hearings alone, but also all these reports that have been filed and personal experiences that have been shared and people coming forward, signing petitions and saying, no, the laws have not worked for me. I don't believe, you know, the laws work for families. Um, the other comment he made was shortly after the amendments passed where he made little sounds like it wasn't appropriate to bring this forward during the budget process. That's it. That's all I think we have those two little dots to guess what he's thinking. Definitely mass citizens for life were out there protesting on Saturday. They were in a group over 25. They said there were hundreds of them. There were not hundreds of them. There was a red cloak who was doing errands downtown and, and swung by to go look with her own eyes just to see what it looked like. And, and she estimates there were around 30 people. They were not wearing masks. They were close together. Oh. So, you know, he's going to be hearing from people who feel that strongly about it on the other side. And the question is, where's, where's his political leanings? He has supported choice before, mm -hmm. but he doesn't speak out about it. Then you've got the governor of New Jersey who right after RBG died, immediately after Justice Ginsburg died, he said, yes, we've got to shore up our laws here in New Jersey. That's a governor speaking out for choice, for real. I think he's uh, very worried about Jim Lyons and that vocal, distracting group of Republicans who, much like my own state rep, are absolutely livid at the, the idea of abortion to begin with and anything that makes it easier. They just see red. They can't even begin to rationalize it. Then somehow Jim Lyons is, 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 a, is, is an earworm in Baker's head. Karen, remind us who your state rep is that you're referring to. Oh, well, that would be Mark Lombardo. Okay. And Bill Ray. He did go on a diatribe on his Facebook page on Saturday. His face, I went and looked because someone pointed to it and his Facebook page is full of people who also don't think that masks work. They mm -hmm. seem to think that COVID is not real. Those mm -hmm. are the people who are supporting him and it's right here in Massachusetts. He doesn't believe in the police reform and his supporters clearly don't 
care about anti-racism, it's very clear in their posts. That is not, not what they're thinking about. It looks like it mirrors what's happening though in the national scale. So we're talking about in this past week, Washington Post interviewed our federal Congress people and Republicans, only a few of them, I mean, like more than a handful, I think it was maybe 20 something Republicans, 25, 25 acknowledged that Joe Biden won the presidential election. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Lombardo lines up and so does Jim Lyons mm-hmm. with this set of people, right? Yes. Absolutely. And Governor Baker hangs out with Jim Lyons mm-hmm. and he has not disavowed that kind of behavior. You know, it's 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 troubling. So I guess we're going to have to figure out where Baker really stands. I think he probably doesn't know yet. And I think that uh, he is paying attention to the anti-choice voices and he's paying attention to the pro-choice voices reluctantly. I have this feeling that he just wishes this wasn't happening. Can I just say something? I I am really worried that uh, not only, I thought it was only the South, but now, as I read on the news, as I hear he uh, on on this chat with among us, that all those ways of thinking are spreading so much, and the people in government, like I have said before, they're doing nothing. They just wanna. For me, it feels like they just wanna cash a paycheck, and they don't wanna keep on doing anything else. So. Is there anything we can do to make them work, to make them uh, do something productive instead of just uh, feeding their base? What do we have to do? We have to send money to Stacey Abrams. Well, we have to elect people like Teresa English instead of Mark Lombardo. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a very interesting candidate who we interviewed twice. And she was a teacher, a veteran, and she believed in science, and yet voters at Bill Ricca supported Lombardo. I think it really, this is a key moment for Governor Baker. If he were listening, what would you want him to hear? I would want him to hear the voices of women who have actually experienced these uh, discriminations. I think that's more powerful than us saying, I know this, I, I heard a woman t- tell this story. Um, that's effective, it's given the luck we've all had. Well, I think he needs to hear that the majority of people in Massachusetts are pro-choice. We have, the coalition has collected uh, 15,137 signatures of people who have signed in support of pro-choice and all the provisions that were in the Roe Act. That doesn't even count the red cloak signatures, does it? That's right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're almost at 10,000. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're 9,700 something. Wow. The coalition said that last year the anti choice um, group uh, gave uh, Baker 2,000 signatures. Mm-hmm. So it's overwhelming that the majority of citizens in Massachusetts are pro choice. Mm-hmm. And he needs to hear from them because the anti-choice people are loud um, but they're, and they're screaming, but they're not that many of them. So 
all of you on who are listening, you need to call Governor Baker at 617-725-4000. You can call anytime, leave a, a, a message. You can call more than once and make it very simple. Please support Amendment 40 in the budget that supports ROW Act provisions. Linda, can you repeat the phone number, please? It's 617-725-4000. And you can Perfect. call Thank you. anytime, leave your name, your town, and just a very brief message. Please support Amendment 40 that would protect abortion access in Massachusetts. That simple, doesn't have to be really long and involved, very simple. So uh, Linda, you, you talked about the phone number, but is there another way to communicate with him via email, text, or do you have any more information about that? Yes, you can email Governor Baker. I if you email, you go to um, mass.gov backslash forms backslash email dash the dash governors dash office however what's easier is if you just go to google and write email governor baker and then that page will come up it's a form that you fill out you oh. can also go to planned parenthood of massachusetts and they have quick links that you can use to email him and you can email and call and mm -hmm more than once and you should have a hundred of your closest friends do the same thing <laughs> whereas you can uh, fill out the form with the ACLU or Planned Parenthood or NARAL to email Baker but then send another email from your personal account and we've heard from the people we've interviewed that they really they know the forms they see the forms it's not that you shouldn't do it because it shows a wide wave of of action but they skim them so in terms of content because it's usually the same message very few people actually alter that message if you write your own message it's just going to be more interesting even for the people who are working in the office as interns or assistants it's going to catch their eye more when there's a personal effort the other thing is Planned Parenthood is using a soap box, which you can find at S-O-A-P, like soap, like a bar of soap, soap box, S-O-A-P-B-O-X-X, -X. there's two X's, dot U-S. And if you go to soapbox.us, you will find a link to Planned Parenthood where they're encouraging people to record videos to Governor Baker. So you're speaking sort of directly to him. Hopefully he will actually sit down and watch those videos, but you can communicate why it's important to you in that creative way. The key is we really need people to take action this week, quickly. And, and by this week, we mean today. If you're hearing this, and it only takes like three minutes. So I thought we could close out doing a pretend phone call. Um, you don't have to give your real name and real address while we're doing a modeling of it, but to let people know what it looks like and to let people know what it looks like to do an email. So um, would anyone like to do just a quick role play of a phone call? Sure, I'll do it. All right, when you call, I'm gonna be the answering machine so people know there will be one. Go ahead, dial the number. 617-725-4000. Uh, Hi, this is a long recording that you're getting, giving you lots of options at Governor Baker's office. You have to listen through a whole bunch of things before you get to the end of the message where you get to finally record your message. So pretend it's the end of the message. Hi, this is Linda. Piano from Acton, 
And I would like Governor Baker to support Amendment 40, which has provisions of the Roe Act, which would support a woman's right to choose and protect abortion access in Massachusetts. Thank you. Beep. <laughs> Can I do one uh, angrier? Of course. Go ahead, okay. dial the number. <laughs> bling, 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 bling. Hi, this is the long-winded answering machine. Wait till the end. My name is ba Martha. We met. I'm from the Boston Red Cloaks. I was at the right of you. So I just want you to stop being such a wishy-washy and stop just pretending to govern for all the citizens of the state of Massachusetts, not only for your base or 45 days. Please, you have to pass Amendment 40 so women can have the options and the choices they need to decide what to do with their life. So please, if you want to keep on giving, being governor, stop being such a wishy-washy. Thank you. Nice. Thank you for signing the Nasty Woman Act from two years ago. Say that was great, but it doesn't go far enough because there are too many marginalized people who do not have access to abortion health care. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. That's very good. You know, I want to say something Thank about you. please step up and be like the other governors who are showing leadership. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think. I think that's an important line too. Yeah. And then I think for people who are listening, an email also works. So if you're more comfortable doing an email, that works too. And an email message can be as simple as, because you get a form when you get there, you put your name, your address, they're making sure you're a constituent of this, you know, that you live in Massachusetts. And then you just want to say, dear Governor Baker, thank you for supporting the Nasty Woman Act in the past. I'm urging you to support Amendment 40. It's important that this moves forward. The legislatures had two, almost two full years to carefully study and evaluate abortion access in Massachusetts. They've heard from hundreds and hundreds of people in a hearing where Everyone could express their point of view. They've heard thousands of pieces of phone calls and emails and postcards and letters, and they have put that all together and come out with a compromised version. Amendment 40 is not as strong as the original Roe Act. However, it's critical and will save lives here in Massachusetts. Please vote yes. Um, what Karen brought up with the whole Nasty Woman Act was that, that yeah, look, you, you've supported stuff in the past that's been really, really important to access and care and women. Now we need you to really step up and be a leader for this piece because you're, as you said, Jesse, it's not enough. Not enough. Key takeaways from today are email Governor Baker, call Governor Baker, have your friends do the same. You can check out the soapbox, add the extra X at the end of soapbox um, from Planned Parenthood and do whatever you can to get the word out so that he understands. Second, Reach out to your legislators again if they were supportive and thank them. If you have a legislator who was not supportive or on the fence, um, you can give them feedback as well. But our key right now is to lean into the people who have already supported and make sure they know how much those votes are appreciated. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in today. It's going to be an exciting week. Hopefully he's going to pass this and we will be able to know that the two years of fighting has made a difference that will last for generations to come. Cross your fingers. Yes. Yeah. Persist, resist. Make phone calls, <laughs> send email. Yes. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat>
Thank you. Sumyusun. <laughs>